a franchise or someone that's selling a franchise would tell you the more you put into it, the more you'll make. So they don't suggest you be an absentee owner, so to speak, unless you have multiple units. And then here goes the franchise as your partner again. Welcome to Black Businesses Matter, a podcast about why Black businesses matter and the benefits of collaborating and advocating for Black businesses to drive impact. Each episode, we will cover legacy, hope, Black joy, funding sources, cultural shifts, equity, and so much more. We will provide inspiration and action while spreading some joy to a thriving community of Black business owners and leading thought leaders. Black Business Matters podcast is produced by the L3 Agency, a culturally sensitive influencer marketing and communications firm in Chicago, where relationships are our currency, passion is our profit maker, and people are our bottom line. I'm Larvetta Lofton, your host and founder of the L3 Agency. Welcome to another episode of Black Businesses Matter. We are on the campus of Clark Atlanta University for homecoming, and I am having the time of my life as someone who loves their alma mater, and I got a chance to bring Black Businesses Matter to the ATL, and I've got a real, real Atlantan in the house today. Like, we are on the yard, we are at the CAU Alumni House, and we are here talking about an original player. So I want Trent for the people. We know you didn't go to Clark Atlanta, but don't tell us where you went, because I don't want everybody to know that, but we'll talk about that. But you born and raised in a, you know, you never meet people that are born and raised from it. Everybody's transplants here. That's right. So you are like for real, for real? Like for where? real, for like real. Like where, born where? Born at Crawford Long Hospital, oh. currently Emory. Oh. Midtown. You so I'm school. from here. You Crawford from, Long. Oh, you from That's here. Right. Atlanta, Atlanta. Right. The ATL. Yeah. All right. All right. So based on that, you know that we are on the campus of Clark Atlanta for That's homecoming. Right. That's right. So I heard that you did not go to Clark Atlanta University. I did not, but my parents did. Oh, your parents. Okay. Yes. All both right. my father and mother went to Clark. My father's from Chicago. Know that trend. He's West Side. Oh, he, oh, you got real roots. Like you don't have I'm no trying favors. to tell yes, you. you. Do, yeah, this West is, Side yeah. of Chicago. He came okay. here on a basketball scholarship. Oh, He's in the Clark Hall of Fame oh, my as a basketball gosh, player. Awesome. Absolutely. That is awesome. And so he met your mom. Met my mom their senior year, or okay. somebody's senior year, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and produced me. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. And so. We know that you are HBCU-led. That's right. We know that you are an alum of HBCU. So go on and tell us where you went. Where did you go? I am a Rattler, y'all. FAMU is in the house. Oh, Lord. And we love FAMU. (laughs) We do. Because you know this whole month is all about HBCU homecomings. So Clark is kicking off, I think, FAMS next weekend, right? We're the 31st. We're the the Halloween. We're Halloween. I mean, and I will say that, I mean, y'all homecoming is pretty. It's pretty crumb. But I think it's the alumni that really get it all the way crumb, right? We'll take that. (laughs) The fam Nubians don't know how to do it quite yet. (laughs) I love it. I love it. But yeah, it's all good. HBCU love. And I am glad to be at Clark's homecoming. 
so happy that you are here and that we are debuting Black Businesses Matter podcast, Homecoming Weekend. I'm so excited. And so the fact that we have this amazing business owner who is from Atlanta, but he has now owned two. We'll be opening our second location this month. Second location. And so... If anybody, I just want to know for everybody, when you think of this brand name, it's only Atlanta. No other place has it, and it's JR Crickets. We have the owner of JR Crickets here in Atlanta, who is born and raised in Atlanta. So this was appropriate to have him on the podcast. Thank you, thank you. While thank we're you. down here for homecoming. So you have one. Where is your location? So I've been at on South Cobb Drive in Smyrna for okay. 16 years. Wow. And the opportunity presented itself this year to open, will reopen okay. the Cascade Road location that's been around since 1990. I just drove past when I came in. Did I you see how beautiful it was? It beautiful, because it's like a little outdoor, it's like a little outdoor You area. saw it. I saw it. New grass, yes. new yeah, patio, fresh is, paint, it, it, it's it coming. Is nice. So that's going to be yours. So talk to me about, because it's a franchise business. Right? Loosely speaking. Okay, so let's talk about franchising, especially in the space of black men. We've never had any franchise owners on here. So really talking through that process, like what's the benefit of a franchise? Let's just talk about what franchising is. Franchising is a marketing concept to grow a business or to scale up, so to speak. Yeah. Let's say a business owner would elect to franchise his or her business to grow it. And he'll grow it through smaller ownership opportunities. So he won't hold all of the ownership, but as the franchisor, he'll hold the majority of the cards, but he'll give others opportunities to grow both their and his business. And so when you think about it from a business owner who's looking to start a business, are you a proponent of getting your feet wet and purchasing a franchise? I do, especially if you're not considering partners that may have an expertise in that industry. So before I got into this, I went to a franchise class. I didn't know what it was. I wanted to know more about franchising. And part of their pitch is there are two kind of ships you don't want to be on. A sinking ship, obviously, and a partnership. And those are for the people that want to do it their way. And, And a lot of us are entrepreneurs. We don't quite fit in the corporate realm because we want to do it our way. But the franchise is your partner because oftentimes you're going into industries that you aren't familiar with, certainly aren't familiar with operating. So the franchise is your partner in that it sets up a structure and the know-how to operate a particular business. And that could be a product or a service. Nice. And you know, the reason why I thought it was appropriate for you to come on. Like, I was just in an event in Chicago, and that's all they were talking about is these profitable franchise businesses. And so there's opportunities for, you've kind of got this business in a box that can tell you what to do, and you can still have your full-time job. A franchise or someone that's selling a franchise would tell you the more you put into it, the more you'll make. So they don't suggest you be an absentee owner, so to speak, unless you have multiple units. And then here goes the franchise as your partner again. But most franchises would prefer you to be an owner operator and convince you that the more you work in it, the more you will make. Okay, and so in franchise, because 
JR Cricket's got them wings, right? That's right. So you all have a secret sauce, right? That's right, and that's part of the concept or the franchise that you'd be buying into intellectual properties of that industry or that okay. company. Is restaurant your thing, your jam? Absolutely not. <laughs> I went to FAMU, I'd say that again, and I was an accounting major. Okay. So okay. after 12 plus years as an accountant, okay. I wanted out of the accounting industry. Okay. I'm a rattler, had way too much energy, way too much party. He keeps saying that. Yeah, for corporate America, and a franchise concept helped me to get out of corporate America. That's awesome with having zero knowledge of the restaurant industry. Wow. In okay. fact, I'm not, I don't even think I'm in the restaurant industry. I'm in the party throwing industry. It's just surrounded by chicken wings. <laughs> I love it. You're not a restaurateur, so you wouldn't consider yourself as a restaurateur. Friends of mine consider me a restaurateur, but no, I am a party host okay. that has two restaurants I to throw it. them in. I love it. I like that you've literally simplified this and not make it real like, it's not the food that people are coming, it's really what the experience that you it's have. It's the right? absolute experience. You can get chicken wings in Atlanta on every block. You can. So why choose an expensive J.R. Cricket's wing? It's the experience. It is. And, and the, mean, food, the food is pretty good. No, too. the wings are the bomb. And here's the thing that I love. In some of the locations, they were open late for us that used to hang out. So there was like, there were no places where we felt safe, right? You could go, get you some wings, go back to your dorm. So from that standpoint, it literally became that safe staple that was like good wings. Like I'm from Chicago, we had Harold's Chicken. So that was that same vibe, but you all just had that sauce. That's that we didn't put on the french fries. Yeah, we didn't put on the french fries. <laughs> you already know that you don't put on the french fries. And so from that standpoint, what led you to open up and purchase the second one? The reason I purchased the second one, because first of all, I'm going to own the land and build it. Oh, okay, for the people? For the people. For the people. So I'm not okay. renting anymore, y'all. Oh, that's awesome. I'm buying on You're the west side. You're buying land on yes. the west side in Atlanta and you're going to party. You're a party hoster. You're going to host a few parties, right? That's what we said. That's what we do. Yeah, we go, and we're going to have some chicken wings. That's right. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm buying the land and building. That's the first reason. Okay. And secondly, it's in my neighborhood. This is the JR Crickets that I went to coming home from my corporate job crying about, I don't want to be in corporate America anymore. So this JR Crickets is a full circle moment for me in that I started here. I got the idea from this one. 16 years later, I'm buying it, the land, the building. Again, it's so, a full circle moment. So we talk about timing, right? Some people will say you got to get it now, but it literally took 16 years, right? That's awesome. So just letting people understand that don't let go of that dream. That's right. And guard against scaling up too fast. Everybody wants 5, 10, 20 locations. They want to grow so fast, just like anything else in this world. Get your feet up under you. Understand your concept and how to make it grow. Understand what makes it work. Before you try to scale up and lose control of the business as, as you grow, you can only be one place at one time. So... I would always suggest before you scale up or grow your location, so to speak, have a good grasp 
of what you're doing, how it works, how it performs, what makes it perform before you endeavor on multiple That's locations. Good. And I say that is good because we talk about passion, right? We talk about all of this and being passionate. I'm passionate about what I do, but I do think that from an accountant standpoint, it's about that bottom line, right? It's about the numbers. I don't think any of us are working <laughs> for the Just love of it, right? We're having fun, but we gotta make some money, right? That's right. You gotta make some money, right? You got bills right now, and then you'll get older and you'll have health costs and <laughs> those That's other grown true. folks' bills. That's true. So, Trent, do you specifically hire from the community? Like, how, from a hiring standpoint, what has been some of your hiring practices? Several things. So the short answer is yes, we do hire from the community. The closer someone lives to the place, the easier it is to get to work. Those of us that understand Atlanta's traffic, you know, it's horrendous. So to have to live on one side of town and work on another is an impact on your lifestyle. Hiring within the community, around the neighborhood, is certainly... Do you hire black people? Of course. And I say that because that's the part of black businesses that I think people don't know is that we become the largest employers of black people, black businesses. And so the opportunity is like, my first job was with a black woman. That was my first job. Like my first job as a high school student was at a daycare center in my building and I worked there. And so that was my first introduction. And I just believe we forget about those small businesses in those communities that have these businesses for us to be able to learn a skill, connect with people, learn how to communicate. And you're able to get that right in your community. And it's so interesting and fascinating. I did some research maybe about eight years ago, and we found that most individuals had worked within one to three miles of their home. And we were doing it based on like in the 90s and the 80s. They were one to three miles away. This idea of people traveling like 10 or 15 was not even heard of back then. And so the idea of being very hyper-local in these businesses, because to your point, it makes your job easier because you spend most of your time, what, at work. That's right. And I found over the last 16 years that your customer base mimics your employees. So who you're hiring is a direct reflection of who you will attract as a business. That's, and they become the ambassadors because they'll say, oh, you work at J, oh yeah. And so they'll come in and be like, oh, you remember me, put me at that table, you know, oh, make sure this happens. So you build that community, which we don't hear enough of that because we're getting away from, I think what we need to do is come back to being community centric, hyper local, and really foster those businesses that are there because they are employing children, they're employing our family, literally. I mean, when you have a family member, go up there and um, fill out that application. You might get your job while you're in high school or while you're in college. And the thing about, I think that restaurant business, and I know you're not a restaurateur, but in this business of party hosting, the one thing that I do believe it teaches you how to communicate and solve problems quickly. Absolutely. Like, it's a business that literally, like, when the fire marshal comes and shuts you down, how you handle that? That's right. Or how do you prevent that from happening Correct. in the first place? Correct. And you're up, and I think one thing about black businesses too, I think, is that you're up close and personal, right? With it, you're not disconnected from the entire organization. That business attempts to try to help you see multiple sides of the business, I would think. So you're able to do that. So we ask this question from every guest. Why do black businesses matter? For a whole host of reasons. Black businesses matter, I'd say, first of all, for the training. 
part of what I tell budding entrepreneurs is if you want to get into a particular business or industry, date it first. We tend not to marry without dating first. So why would you invest all your time, money, other resources into something that you haven't dated? So date a business first. So black businesses matter from a training standpoint. Nobody's gonna train us like we're gonna train our own. So black businesses matter from training. It, it matters from giving an opportunity to those that they may have a past that will prevent them from getting an opportunity they could thrive in. We tend to give each other opportunities that others perhaps won't. That's good. I have yet to hear that, and I promise you, Every person that answers that question gives us something different and it just, it allows for me to take it in. Cause as I was thinking, so while I was at one company, I learned the first advertising job I had was with a black man. But to your point, that's where I got my bragging rights. That's where I literally was able to flex. I got an award. Like that's what it was because he gave me a chance to be able to move around and do that. So that was the part and it gave me the training to be able to sit here. There so you go. That, so thank you for that. Where is the location? I want people to know where they can go to JR Cricket. Absolutely. So our location of 16 years is at 4479 South Cobb Drive. Okay. So if you're Googling it, JR Cricket South Cobb will get you there. Okay. And then when is the second one? Hopefully by the end of this month, we are all set to open. You know, there are permits and regulations, the those hurdles way. we have to you overcome. You can't control that. That's right, that's right. Control. So just for the people know that by the time we air this, it will be open. That's right. And that's a fact, okay? Because we've got some time and making sure, so give them that address. That address is 2348 Cascade Road. So again, if you're Googling it, JR Cricket's Cascade, we'll get you there. And Cascade's area is it's just beautiful. It's, it's nothing but black opulence to me. That's all. All black opulence. I remember that coming to Clark and you like, Cascade was literally was for the black elite. That's how I saw it. Is that what? Yeah, yeah. That's the way I saw it. So to be back in that space for you who has lived in the area and then obviously taking it over and bringing a vibe back to it, I think that's powerful. I'm so, as, so excited to I know do you that are. too. I know Absolutely. you are, because I'm excited for you. Because literally that one's closer to my, when I come here, that one's much closer. Because I literally passed it when I got off the air, when I was on my way to my friend's house. I passed it and I was going to ask, I literally was going to ask, is this the one, is, is this his location? And it was the one on Cascade, because it's beautiful. It's absolutely Thank you, beautiful. thank you. It's absolutely beautiful. So as we wrap, we ask this question, what brings you joy? The word thank you brings me joy. So I'm in an industry where I get to hear thank you early and often, as long as I'm doing the right thing. Like I said, I'm a party host, I'm not a restaurateur. So I get to stand in the back, kind of like a church usher, and read the crowd. Whose sugar's low? Whose drink is low? Who wants more food? Who's hungry? Who wants to turn up? I get the opportunity to stand back and observe that and contribute to it in a positive way. That's dope. When I say that's dope, like, thank you, those two words are powerful. And that's what brings you joy, it's powerful. That's what motivates me, that's what brings me joy. That's awesome. Two words. That, so I'm gonna say those two words, thank you. Thank you for being a guest today. 
on Black Businesses Matter on the campus of Clark Atlanta University. I so appreciate you being here, sharing your story. As someone that is born and raised in Atlanta, I could not do this without someone who is born and raised because it speaks to the culture of Atlanta. That Atlanta is all of Black entrepreneurship. That's where I got my bug when I went to Clark Atlanta University. And so I just say, and for you to share really some really great tips on franchising and getting people to really get comfortable with that. And you a legend at it. You a vet. You ain't no newbie around this place. But the thing that I love most was that it's okay that I didn't scale fast. I'm okay with that. Absolutely. So I thank you for that. So I thank you guys for listening and checking us out on Black Businesses Matter. Until next time, keep checking in with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us this week on Black Businesses Matter podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen so you will never miss a show. You can also follow us on social media at the L3D Agency and at Larvetta Speaks. If you love the show, leave a rating so that we can continue to bring you impactful episodes. You can also take the pledge and order our merch at our website at the L3Agency.com. T-H-E-L-3 agency.com. Thanks for listening and see you next week.